0: Welcome to P.T. Shop Talk, where a couple of folks talk about therapy, family, movies, music, sports, and everything in between. Remember that this podcast represents the opinions of the hosts and guests and should not be taken as medical advice. The content is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Everyone is a unique and special snowflake, so please consult your healthcare professionals for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. We take every effort to ensure that the information presented is accurate, and we welcome any comments, suggestions, and corrections of error. This podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome, everybody, to episode 64 of BD Shop Talk. On today's episode, we talk glucagon-like peptide 1 receptor agonist and our top five movie dads. Uh, with me today is uh, two of my top five dads, Nick Doling and Jeremy Van Kloppenberg. Thanks. Welcome, <laughs> gentlemen. Gosh, you son of a gun. Oh,
1: that was a fan. Let's make intro. it a top
0: three. Get in here. <laughs> Get right. in here. How, how was Daddy Day? Did you guys have fun? Do anything exciting? Mm. No, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, uh, we uh, been a while we went, ago uh, now.
1: Yeah, we went up north, uh, played a little golf, um kids got a lot
0: of pool time. Um mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. Do you guys like uh Mother's Day, Father's Day? Do you guys do like gifts? Like uh does your family get you a dad day gift? <laughs> I did for yeah. Mother's Day, but yeah. I didn't get a Father's Day. <laughs> Not one. a two-way street. Okay, just saying. That's, that's the nice part about Mother's Day going first is you you got a bar, like yeah. they know how much you want to spend on them, they spend that on you. So yep. that's fun. Yeah. yeah, we typically have the kids just buy whatever they think we want, which is always kind of fun, because it's like, oh yeah, here's like a uh an energy drink and uh stuffed animal. well thank thank you guys. Thank what you. What kind of stuffed animal did you get? Uh actually they they're pretty good this year. What did they actually get me? Uh they just did board games this year, which was good. Um oh. and a hat and a water bottle. So, I oh. got me a bison hat and then yeah, a bison water bottle. So, it was good.
2: Yeah.
3: So.
0: I mean, it's hey. been.
3: A, I mean, truth to the listeners it has been a little while. We had a few days this was intended to be done over the last few weeks but we're crazy busy up to our eyeballs (laughs) and family and life and everything like that so we're recording this thing a little past father's day so hopefully the top five still timely (laughs) enough um people get it yeah yeah, I, I it was very chill for us. Like, we traveled to, uh, to attend our first family vacation to Mexico. That was the kid's Christmas gift this year. So we had flown in back into Sioux Falls, uh, got our bags off the carousel at about 12.05 a.m. On uh, Father's Day Sunday. My daughter, Maddie, came over and gave me a nice little hug. Like, Happy Father's Day, Dad. At well, like so 12 sweet. o'clock, she thought, yeah. yeah, that was really sweet. Um, so it was a lot of just, like, unpacking and... Just trying to chill out before going I should have really taken Monday off. More, take Monday but off. I always take Monday off. But
0: always it's on that grind, boys. Yeah, you stick too hard to that uh not liking Mondays off guns. You gotta you roll into it once in a while, Nick.
3: Oh, I, I I don't yeah. I don't mind the occasional Monday off. It was uh I was on the road two days last week, so that really tightens up my you know patient care schedule and other things when i in other meetings and marshall stuff like that it's just a confluence of a lot of things so i had to be there on monday
0: you don't gotta be billy badass all the time just take a monday off it's okay i uh yeah it's all right it's all right uh we were gonna go out for (laughs) the one billy
3: badass i'm not the one with the overflowing
0: tea levels now yeah i do uh do got overflowing tea levels as well uh talk about the journey uh for those of you who followed we have went from like the basement uh 180 something if i remember correctly started Uh, from the bottom now we here we we the ones seven (laughs) seven (laughs) fifty way up there seven up there fifty yeah feeling good yeah, yeah. um yeah and actually starting to feel good too I, I know we talked uh last i think it was last pot about how like it just been uh, one thing after another that was kind of like not giving me an opportunity to like notice much of a difference because i just wasn't feeling healthy uh yeah. for other reasons so um got to enjoy it a little bit more lately uh some things i definitely notice uh which isn't always good, is my appetite of voracious. And I don't know if that's related or not, but I feel like I can eat all the time. I always had a good appetite. Liver but and testicles. <laughs> this sucker now, man, I <laughs> hunger all the time. Um, Raw meat. The hunger <laughs> for more. Eh, not so much that, yeah. It's hunger, <laughs> hunger for power. Um <laughs> Also, feel like my body temp has gone up. I don't know what if that's related, but I always mention I'm always kind of cold. Not yeah. always now. There are periods where I'm like I'm oh, kind of hot. So that's interesting. Interesting. I yeah. Feel like I sweat more, which I don't love, but that's mm-hmm. a little different. But yeah. Not. And what not was a... the
3: le- can you can you bring us and the listeners back up to speed? What was the level that puts you into the therapeutic zone?
0: Uh three, oh, 250, I think, or 300, 250. I think it was maybe 300. Sub or, 300,
3: once you go sub 300.
0: Yeah. I think was what kind of triggered my insurance covering it anyways. Um, okay. So gotcha. that is what classified me, Jeremy, yeah. as having hypogonads. Uh, so I know you like that favorite term, That's so good. yeah. Uh, not as cool as it sounds. Uh, but yeah. Do you have hi- hyper gonads now? Not quite. Uh, I think I'd Close. have to get into like the over 1200 to have hyper gonads. Uh, yeah. do, you know, do you, do you. But interestingly, uh, as you go in and 750 seems for me, that's a fine number. Like, I don't yeah. feel like I have a ton of side effects. Um, right now, I'd say a little more acne, a little oilier skin than I've ever had. Um, but th- they were like, huh. I mean, do you want to go higher? You know, and I was like, I don't know. Like, seven fifty seems like a interesting range to yeah. maybe spend some time at. Uh, I mean, there should see. be,
3: yeah. <clears throat> there should be like a, a range, right? Like just a healthy range. Give me, give me the norm, kind of. Well, and it was oh, kind of that go convers- for
0: it because, like, the norm guy. Like, Come the, on! Yeah.
1: Don't like the, sell.
0: The- Don't settle for average, go for it. But you know, the norm range is pretty wide, you know, as we talked about like 400 (laughs) to 1200. So, you know, a lot of times they say, you know, there isn't like a specific number you shoot for, there is like, do you feel better? So a little bit of that with it, you know, like, and again, it wasn't, for me, it was never like sex drive. I think that's probably the number one for a lot of people. Um, but for me it's, yeah, more like energy, um recovery those are kind of the sleep those kind of things i was a little more concerned about just feeling fatigued a lot and <laughs> like feeling you know you have a hard workout and you just felt like you had a hard workout for way too long so sure yeah
3: yeah yeah so some Jeremy, of that are you gonna are you gonna get yourself tested are you got to on pressure a as
0: they say
1: not ready uh, nothing's on the docket uh <laughs>
0: It's as easy physical, as a phone call you just, away. Oh, Come on, yeah, yeah. You,
1: you yeah need for physical. Yeah, I probably could use a physical too. Um, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: If I let's get there, it. I'll it I'll let hurt. you know.
0: It doesn't hurt, Jeremy.
3: Let, yeah. Let's do it, boys. Like I, I I'll share it transparently. Um, I should pull up the data right now. I had my free test done so that's free testosterone testosterone is bioavailable the, in your body
0: the test itself wasn't free no just to no, clarify i'm aware of it okay. all <laughs> <No>. um,
3: <laughs> and i'm gonna pull that up um i was gonna say that's no. bs i paid for no, my number here we go free test 600 <laughs> uh yeah 98 <laughs> picograms per milliliter which is right in the midpoint i mean it's even kind of in the lower, some 50 percentile, like no, um, normative ranges are 47 to 244 picograms per milliliter. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not below, but I'm very average. I'm in a very average bro.
0: You know? <laughs> very surprising. Very <laughs> and surprising. At the, at the
3: time of this pod, I've got the results back for my total. And I am a very pedestrian uh, three eighty-seven per um, very, very. so i mean that was this morning i had that done um mm-hmm. i'm not gonna very be ped-
0: pedestrian. very
3: pedestrian
0: <laughs> yeah doesn't feel that great when i'm you're not staring swimming in that 750 right in land oh yeah i mean he <laughs> just it. goes you could feel better yep. you, you could be great <laughs> you got all you got i could share some now i know that i so much Keep my i my sweat can't, in a jar for we gonna have
3: a conversation. Well, now my physical is gonna be in August. We got rescheduled August, so I'm gonna have this conversation and just see, you know.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't know how frequently it makes how how far were your labs drawn apart? What was the time period? There? A month.
0: So weekly That's injections for four weeks and then retest. Yep. Uh oh. and then I actually was supposed Ooh. to retest this week as well now but uh with other work things again just being a billy badass I might have to bragging move, about it move my tests probably uh, around It's a probably
1: cuz all the tests
0: that that's why you're
1: doing things.
0: Yeah. You know? Just uh, just caring about life again, just out there trying to be alpha again. So you yeah. doing it? Casey, like
3: get shit done, Hanson.
0: Yeah, that's heard that. My new <laughs> nickname. <laughs> so, that's, all right. So we both share Jeremy. Talk. You get guys are being
1: it. awfully peer pressure. On it. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm. I'm. I am uh, concerned for your health and wellness. Um, we've, we've, I mean repeatedly discussed health and wellness on this pod it's it's separable with the therapy profession Mm -hmm. i mean you gotta live it right
0: we really should be just the wellness wellness people uh we should be this one-stop shop first stop first stop not one stop first stop
3: yeah i should be injecting guys
0: (laughs) do it yeah did you uh side um, gig you guys follow other countries. I was unaware of this, but I saw they dropped the hammer in the UK on physios yeah. doing PRP injections. I didn't know that was a thing. We are so far oh. behind on the times over here. Man. I should be able to inject do people with things.
3: We we have a very small scope of practice in the US compared to some other countries. Like I know in Australia, um went to a course with Jenny McConnell Physio. Like 10 years ago, and she said that she said those physios order MRIs all the time, x-rays. Like it's just you know, because they're the front, they're actually frontline providers. Uh, when people come in with knee pain, they don't go to a, they don't go to a PCP. They go and see like a physio.
0: Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild because we probably have more education technically too. And our scope of practice is smaller, but.
3: Yeah. Pretty cool world to live yeah. in.
0: Yeah. It'd be nice to just have the tools. I think it's, you know, it's so interesting Like when North Dakota was going through the imaging thing to get it all approved, and I knew some of the people that were involved in that, and just how much pushback there was, you know, uh, from both MD and chiropractic, um, and how it went from being able to order everything to finally agreeing to just make it plain film, (laughs) x-rays, which... In a lot of ways, it's frustrating because like that's worth- the
3: very worthless for what we do.
0: Worthless for what we do, right? It's man, somebody's coming in with a broken leg.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm sending you out anyways. Like if if I'm worried that you have a major fracture, like I'm I'm not seeing you anyways. It it would be nice to be able to say like, oh man. Like, something seems wrong in your back. Like, let's just rule out some something sinister here, you know, maybe get an MRI in those cases, some weakness, yeah. things like that. Foot-ankle, you know? foot
3: foot-ankle, auto-ankle rules. I, I mean, that, I do see value in that, but, yeah. Or I suppose the occasion, it's so rare you come in with somebody with, like, a post MBA or a traumatic neck injury and they haven't been imaged, mm-hmm. you know, but I suppose...
0: But then like the frustrating part from like the MD side is like we're just trying to get information. It's not like I'm interpreting these images. Like I'm just asking for you to be like for a patient to come in my door and me think they have Tata Aquina and me writing them a script so they can go over right away and get an MRI and just like go to you that afternoon, you know? Like we're just yeah. trying to speed the process up. It's I don't know. Yeah. So it's a little frustrating. A lot of it territorialism.
3: Is and yeah. money ER. I mean, every, like, yeah. just, and, and I mean let's be real I don't know if any chiros listen here but how many patients have come in after after being x-rayed at a chiro and they're told how how incorrectly angulated their spine is and how crazy of a scoliosis they have and they're just yeah, it's, I mean it's wild uh, I don't know. yeah
0: because they're ordering it performing it right. and reading it right there right and and, yeah. and then treating <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's, and they're you like know. you said the results like don't match up. Everybody else looks at them and they go, man, ah, seems normal. Like,
3: yeah. And all we're doing is naming a bias that exists, right?
0: And, yeah, I'm sure. Again, if PTs were, if you gave some PTs the ability to order this, they're going to do the same damn thing. But uh, again, they're still mostly asking to have it done and interpreted by somebody else. You know, we're just looking for ordering capabilities. You know, yeah,
3: yeah. So. I love it. I love the fact it moves, moves it to like a more autonomous profession. And I think that's great for the healthcare consumer, as I said, more cost-effective has been proven. There's good studies that support that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, as they presented it mm-hmm. to the board, I mean, it was there's some pretty decent evidence in other states that allow it that, yeah, saves money, saves time. No, I think, what well, was the we'll state of Ohio maybe? Um, had a big hospital system that did it. I mean, I don't think they missed anything catastrophic because of it, you know, or where a therapist went, ah, it's not that big of a deal. You don't need an image. And then it turned out to be nasty, you know, you'd, you'd argue
1: that the ability to do it would probably more overutilized than underutilized. Right. I mean,
0: yeah, but if if you're like
1: on the edge, eh, like I don't need, you know, like, I don't know. I've I've seen it with multiple people. I know, like, you know, like we have prediction rules and, but if it's somebody close to us, we're like, oh, I need an MRI. Right. <laughs> like, uh, and it's like, whoa, like there's nothing indicating that. Yeah. But I just want to really know what's going on. And i have like, I've had those personal conversations with people like in our profession, like where it's like, if it was a patient, you'd say, nah, you probably don't need that. But if it's a family member, well, we just need to really know what's going on. So, um, yeah, I'd argue the ability to do it would tend to
0: utilize more versus underutilize, right? But you think we would utilize more than like a general practitioner when somebody came in with a musculoskeletal? No, they
1: do with, no, they do with everybody, right?
0: (laughs) Like,
1: that's like, that's, like par for the course, right? Like anything musculoskeletal, it's like, wow, oh, my shoulder really hurt, and so they take an X-ray, and well, it's not fractured, but it might be the rotator cuff. And you're like, eh. did they take any other films? No yeah. X-ray.
0: Yeah, there is some or, early or onset arthritis in your shoulder.
3: Shoulder X-rays are. That's or knee example of, it's,
1: probably say but, it's probably yeah. a meniscus tear it's probably a meniscus tear because i saw this knee x-ray you're like okay you know now yeah. yeah, the
0: joint <laughs> space looks not a much little other.
1: narrow Keep,
3: you know connective to you know <laughs> yeah but yeah
0: man I, well, I where, a, where do we take it
3: from here how do, I don't, how do we I stay
0: away i still have a quick fun little father's day story uh, oh, go uh ahead. Yeah. yeah oh go ahead sorry uh not to bring us back down i knew you had a, a killer segue, but um <laughs> uh, so for i'm still us? searching
3: maybe this will ha- this will create
0: it for fathers day um uh, we were going to go out to uh granite city for brunch uh my father-in-law was in town he likes to go to granite city for brunch my kids like it we get there uh and my daughter all of a sudden becomes ill i can't go i, I need to go home um, and being a good dad, I was like, well, I'll take her home. I mean, I want the rest of my family to hang out with grandpa. No big deal. Um, so I get back in the car, uh, start heading home. My daughter falls asleep. Now at this point, I'm super hungry. My tea levels are at all time highs. Um, I had in my mind <laughs> that I was going to be eating a giant buffet. Uh, so I kind of prepped myself <laughs> for that. Oh, um, God. Um. Uh, so by Granite City, I was like, well, I'm just going to hit uh, Taco Bell breakfast up. I'm just going to order like 40 Crunch Wrap Supremes. Um,
3: That's what you do when you're stacked with tea.
0: Yeah, you can eat whatever you Boom! want. Uh, <laughs> it just goes into muscle. It just turns into muscles instead of fats. Uh, but, but like always in Fargo, Taco Bell was closed. So I kept it's cruising along. And I was like, ah, son of a i B, I'll stop at Hardee's. That was right by the interstate. It's closed. No, loaded so up. Got to Hardy's. Monster Burger. Uh, well, it's breakfast Biscuit. time. Uh, yeah, they make they make good biscuits, but I don't know. They I do had Taco Bell biscuits. in the mind, so I got the loaded omelet taco uh, from Hardee's. And what? I was like, I'm gonna wash this down with a Dr Pepper. I don't get Dr Pepper very often, but it's like, like 23 flavors, like 23 flavors. DP. Yeah, like the the full deal. It was Father's Day. I was gonna treat myself. You are getting yoked, bro. <laughs> yeah uh so i was driving home uh got home had to take my daughter in she was still sleeping uh brought her in got her all uh squared away got a little movie started for her uh forgot my dr pepper and i was like ah son of a bee. i b i'm not gonna walk all the way out to my car to get a dr pepper it, i've come too far uh so well, then the, how big how big is your house it's too, yeah. much, Jeremy. It's too fargo much. money what yeah that's oil money um it yeah. was in the west wing I was <laughs> in Eastwood. Um, That's just where he parks his I, could
1: I cannot walk out to the garage. I've come too far. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And, and
3: this it's summer awesome. heat, I'm just thinking you're, you're wasting that pop. You yeah, condensation yeah. all over the console right now. It's
0: terrible. Oh, oh
1: you guys.
0: So <laughs> uh, my daughter is sick all day. Uh, throws up, does that whole kitten caboodle. Um, so actually the next day she stays home. Monday she stays home from school. My son has swimming lessons. My daughter, or my wife stayed home with my daughter. So my wife grabs my son, brings him up to swimming lessons, has my daughter, ask when I get done with work, can I swing up, grab my daughter, because then my son also has a soccer game after swimming lessons. Uh, and I'm like, yep, no problem. So I roll up there. Uh, my daughter uh, asked my wife what my daughter's doing. She's like, ah, she just threw up again. I was like, ugh, okay. So instead of grabbing my daughter, we just switched vehicles. And my wife typically... Uh drives a bigger vehicle, and that's the vehicle we had on Sunday. So I get in. My daughter's sleeping. I start driving and I look over on that console. That sweet, sweet Dr. Pepper was still there. Uh, Now, I don't mind warm or flat soda. Gross. Not at all. Delicious. Tastes the same. You're a savage. So, I was like, finally. 24 hours later, I can have this Dr. Pepper uh, grab it. uh, Oh, gross. Take probably a too big of a swig cuz i was pretty pumped for it and i was a little thirsty. Uh turned out that was what my daughter had thrown up in. Uh oh, no. white gross. No. Yeah, a nice little curdled milk adventure uh that filled my mouth. <laughs> now you <laughs> cannot spit back into a straw. I don't know if you guys know the physics behind uh,
1: that. How did you suck that through did a grow.
0: straw? You didn't well, well, I threw I mean, up, yeah, a... up, dude. Well, no, I'm yeah. not going to throw up in my own vehicle. It's what? All... <laughs> <laughs> God God swallow it. It. Oh, no. Oh. What else are you going to do with it? Spit That's it how on we your, know the on crotch?
1: We know the tea is setting in, because this a, is a man among boys. I don't care. Out. Yeah, I would yeah,
0: have rolled that window down and thrown that up. Ooh. Well, oh, like ooh. it was in my mouth and I wanted it out of my mouth as soon as possible. So I swallowed it. I mean, that's the you only could wait two yeah.
3: seconds. Oh, stop it, Hanson. Stop it. Oh, I didn't know your windows
0: <laughs> rolled down so quick, Jeremy. I, ooh, it was, that is not a good flavor. I don't know oh, how much vomit you guys have drank in your
1: life. So in the, recommend... in the, you've got two wings in your house. You're probably
0: driving a G Wagon or something. Like that's, that probably goes down super quick. Oh. No, you see those gangster movies. That's what we drive, like a denali. So it like the window rolls down super slow because you're badass. A denali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was so that was oh, uh, really my, my father's day gift. Vomit. Yeah, uh, it was disgusting. You uh, swallowed it.
1: Well, you're you might be the best dad ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, no way. No way. That's not going down my stomach. Yeah, wow. <clears throat>
3: but if it did, and let's just mm-hmm. say you were on a, a GLP-1 agonist, you'd probably get full very, very quickly.
0: That's true. You
3: and, and I re- it might even help
1: re- you re- reduce the—I uh, don't know—regret uh, uh, for th- missing the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, reduce well, the I regret from the buffet. Not,
0: yeah, I probably wouldn't have been so hungry. I uh, probably would have never had the Dr. Pepper had I been on something like a semaglutide. Uh, yeah. And it would have released uh, just an ideal amount of insulin to take care of that vomit that was in my tummy uh, and break it down into my bloodstream. So yeah, good segue. Yeah. See, that
3: That's a better segue than where we were at with like imaging.
0: I'm trying, trying to get you there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's a true story, though. That was not a segue story. Well, it worked. Haunts my dreams.
3: Yeah. I think it gave out. At least we had value in some fashion
0: yeah. i thought you guys would enjoy it oh so it's bad so, dif- so difficult nick had to stop to vomit he's off he's frozen in vomit yeah. land frozen in vomit land yeah yeah no, interestingly enough actually the <laughs> second time uh, my children's <laughs> vomit's been in my mouth so uh, first time though, I uh. did spit it right back out because my son threw up in my mouth as I was talking to him. Ah, that was <laughs> classic move. <laughs> You're what what is going- You're out, doing I'm it wrong, you in man. Your house, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, this was years ago. He, was, he wasn't he was feeling good, so I was uh. like, ah, let's go up and watch a movie in bed. Uh. Like, like in, a in the west dad. wing. Yeah. The, the, in, in the north, north wing. In the north upper wing. Uh, yeah, we're watching a movie and we're <laughs> lying in bed and like- you know, he snuggled into me, and I remember mm-hmm. he just sat up like the Undertaker uh, after getting bombed, yep. and I looked at him, and I was like, mm-hmm. what's going on, buddy? You okay? <laughs> and like, mid-sentence, he looked at me and just, oh. like, yeah, exorcist vomited into my mouth as I was talking to him. That was a good <laughs> one, too. <laughs> but that was, yeah, that was different. That was just, like, bile vomit. My daughter's was, like, oh. in the sun, hot, curdled milk.
3: All right. Yep. Very good. Where's for a segue? What happened? Semaglutide. Semaglutide. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah big, uh, big
0: topic nowadays. I would say the last six months for sure. You hear a lot about it. Uh, you know, the, the celebrity weight loss fad followed by the, um, I guess people running out of it, uh, the diabetics that needed it, not being able to get it. Uh, we see though, I don't know. I don't know if the price has changed a whole lot, but it was just one of those drugs that People were willing to pay out of pocket for it. So you just realize how expensive it any drug is, uh, when you start to take insurance yeah. out of the equation. So it's just gotten a lot of press and now you're seeing really the third ish generation of it start to roll out too. Um, so we'll probably hear even more about it, uh, as they're yeah. starting to kind of combine and adjust how they do these meds. Like any med, you start adding other meds to it and tweaking it. So. Um, yeah, I, I think it's yeah. interesting. I think it's as we talk wellness here, it it brings us to the bigger picture too of weight loss as a whole. Uh, I think we all probably yeah. agree that there's a weight epidemic in uh probably the world, US for sure. I mean, we're definitely tipped the scales into over fifty percent of yeah. people being obese. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest, you know, you go down the street and there's not a whole lot of people that are probably rolling around in their ideal weight anymore. So I don't know. It, it, it's just interesting is. Yeah. I mean, we've run through these weight loss things in the past. I was just talking with a patient today about Fen-Fen. If you guys remember when that came out, that was more of a yeah. amphetamine, yeah. I guess, but yeah. Um, and then when. Are those bad? Well, it depends. Anything in moderation. Energy. <laughs> uh, Energy <laughs> and you're not not hungry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no problems there. And then when like a Lester <laughs> came out, if you guys remember when they started using that as a, like a fat alternative, uh, not alternative, but like would pile it on with fat foods to make it so you couldn't absorb it, um, you know, saw the quote unquote blowback from that, uh, if you know Ha-ha. what I'm talking about. Well,
3: I don't think it was mm. as much as like, yeah, leak, it just leaked leak out of your out. butt, yeah. which is literally what they, what they, yeah. well. Animal leakage. T- leakage. They put warnings on your bags of chips.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Which is, yeah that is not yep. what you want to see on a bag of chips. May cause anal uh-uh. leakage. I'll
3: just try to eat my chips in moderation. Thank you. Eat my <laughs> regular ones
0: without and the is, lean. And yep. how has Taco Bell gotten by without that warning all these years? Yeah, correct. Well, that's like correct. buyer. That's just buyer beware. <laughs> 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 you, know. you can take the may out of there. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if it's just a yeah. known side effect, do you Will. even have to talk about it?
3: Yeah. Well, I think you know on these these new, um, you know, this topic of semaglutide and and uh, GLP one agonists, they're 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 kind of coming more and more to the forefront as being approved for um, treating obesity, which I don't I don't necessarily have a big problem with kind of depends on your your level and your severity of obesity i think because the mm. drugs themselves as i understand the delivery method is it's injectable but it's a progressive injectable approach where once you get to a certain point you really kind of your body is so adapted to it because it's it's so back and forth, glucagon's glucagon is like i mean it's, it's messing with the hormones that are released from your gut um that allow like insulin to be produced to your body and and get you know your uh basically glucose to enter your muscle tissue and be absorbed better and that's not flowing through your bloodstream. So that's why it was originally, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. I know there's deeper science into it, but that's why it was approved for diabetes treatment first. And then what they found out is it was, you know, pretty effective for craving appetite. So then it was prescribed for um, obesity. And and as Casey said you know, there's multi-generations to it now um, and different modifications that have been done to it. Um, some for the better i think um from the way i understand a little less intense we'll say um and and like a little little bit longer half-life um with less intensity so um that's kind of it a little bit to the listeners in a nutshell anybody who's not familiar with it um more and more people are being prescribed it it's being covered by more insurances as well I, i just don't know if there's a lot of consistency among like whether it's whether they're going by BMI or if anybody's really checking on like, you know, body fat percentage. Those would be interesting things to kind of find out and dig deeper into. Interestingly, there's some studies that were shared. um, Big, big shout. We've done this before, like the More Plates, More Dates um, podcast uh, with Derek from up in Canada and he's, he's got some interesting, um, research that he's shared though in some, in some more recent studies. And these also come from, uh, Dr. Peter Atia as well. That's A-T-T-I-A if you want to look up him and, and some of his research and his, his pod as well. Um, that I believe two thirds of the weight loss, cause they're looking purely at weight loss, like pounds on the scale mm, yeah. and what percentage that, but what they're finding is that 66% of that weight loss is actual muscle tissue. Hmm. Um, so because you are not feeding your body with nearly enough nutrients. Um, and uh, there's some anecdotal um, reports that base that in a nutshell, healthier foods are even less appetizing while you're on this. And they seem to like, if you're going to, let's say you're going to be like lean chicken breast, that that's really, you know, not appealing and you, you know, you're going to eat even less of that, let's just say. Um, so there, there's some interesting side effects to this and pretty extreme muscle loss with it, you know, and, and we all know muscle weighs more than fat. That's like an old mm-hmm. adage forever. It's actually correct. And um, if you're going to lose, you know, stands to reason that if you're losing a pretty dramatic, let's say you lose hundred pounds, 66 of those pounds are, are now muscle tissue. Um, while only, you know, 34 are your fat tissue. So something really to consider with that, um, you know, as you make a decision on whether to get on it or not, I suppose.
0: Yeah, and I suppose that's something you need to, I guess, vet out a little bit on, because that goes into, again, the larger topic of we just still need to be real careful with people saying, here's a pill for weight loss you still need to change your habits like oh yeah you know i don't yep. nobody creating these pills and you know prescribing them would probably tell you like it's the end all be all i think we all know that it might yeah, habit and lifestyle you know got you here probably um and you could argue you know how much of there's the genetic component to it and you know whether it's yeah can your body, you know, is it appetite? Is your appetite just a byproduct of what you've eaten in the past? Is it a byproduct of your mental state? Is it a byproduct of sleep? Is it a byproduct of genetics? You know, lots of factors. People All of the doing, above. Right. Yeah. Um, so maybe you tell people like, you know, you still have to give your body a reason to hold on to the muscle you have. <laughs> you know, it is, is it as simple as just decreasing yeah. calories? Well, yeah, if you want to lose weight, just eat less food um, or work out more or whatever your calorie deficit is. But like in your case, Nick, not your case, but based on what you're saying, like these people have to be really aware, like you probably need to add some resistance training if you're not Mm -hmm. um, just something to kick your body into saying, "If we got to burn something. We need this muscle because we're losing weight. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, our and bodies have that ability to know what we need, what we don't.
3: <laughs> and one, one big strong caution that's come out of some of this this recent, I, I guess, research and um, dissemination of the research is that's really, really not advised for anybody who's not morbidly obese, right? Who's t- who's tipping into that maybe BMI. I was going like to ask 35 that. 35 plus, 40, 40 plus, I suppose, Um If you're just looking to lose like 10 to 15 pounds, this is not what you go on by any stretch. So much more, much more, um, you know, it's got to be prescribed as well in order for 16 plus though, you got to kind of reach that. So,
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I I know, I actually know a couple people. Uh, I'm not going to name drop. This is not the name drop (laughs) title Oh, no.
0: Shout Um, out.
3: But a couple people look. started, and, and I'm interested, if they they recently got on it, maybe two months ago, and I I should be reaching out, following up on them, and finding out kind of what their response has been. Um, and one one has diabetes, type 2 diabetes, mm. so, um, you know, interesting to see how that's affecting their, their fasting glucose and, and A1C.
0: Yeah, it seems like one of those things where if you were you know, uh, obese moving into that morbidly obese range, which a large percentage of people are now falling into that range that morbid low morbidly obese isn't like as crazy as it sounds anymore, you know? Um, huh. but if you have diabetes and you're I'm in that close. range. It's like, man, maybe that's just one of those things that, uh, you know, maybe there's some value to it. I, I think can, that... Hold on. Let's back up for a second. How, Jeremy, how
3: can you be close? Don't, don't <laughs> you need to be like 400 pounds at your height to be <laughs> yeah. like obese? Oh. <laughs> oh. What is what? We should pull up a chart. We should, we should kind of break I'm gonna, this I'm gonna it. I'm going to chart it.
1: What
3: is it? Six foot eight. I'm going to say you need to be like 290 to be obese.
1: Be yeah. obese? Well, you know what? I'm I'm a 29-1. I'm like seven pounds morbid. from obese.
3: Yeah, that's obese. Yeah, what what morbid. about mor- morbid? Is still 40, right? Is Morty morbid? 45, Morty
1: probably. Old Morty.
0: We should do yeah. this. We should. Yeah, um, come on, guys. You're making us look like not the wellness people right now. BMI is trash. Uh, yeah, anyways. it is trash for yeah. sure. But... That
3: doesn't take into account all of Casey's gains.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Me and Arnold both morbidly obese. Yeah, they say true. I mean, there is, there is.
3: You're correct, Jeremy. That there's, you know, certain subjects. I shouldn't say trash. It's,
1: it's very. It's a, it's a broad brush. So yeah,
0: I, I feel like it's applicable for like the average person that goes to work and goes home and eats and sleeps and uh, doesn't work out and is non-athletic uh, build by nature. But, you know, and it's interesting, it's it's not like it's that hard to do, like, a quick body fat analysis, like, on people and things like that, but it's just still not by any means accepted, you know, when you go into, like, a physical, yeah, it's, like, not that hard to, and and they'll say, like, even waist circumference, I'm surprised they don't, I guess when I've ever went in for a physical, they don't do waist circumference. And that's got yeah. pretty decent correlation with like diabetes and yeah. risk factors, you know, heart disease, things like that too. So it's yeah. just funny how you stay on these antiquated things sometimes just because they're easy because you just need two numbers, put them on a chart. Yeah. It's like, man, could be so much more accurate for people.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fairly adequate. There's, got, there's definitely better ways so many multiple better ways to measure body composition and health risk than, than BMI, you mm.
0: know? Yeah. Well, even something like a three skinfold measurement, like not yep. that hard to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, you could, a nurse should be able to do that pretty quick in a clinic, but you have yeah. to care enough, right? Pitch. You, you can Gotta do a real crap, two inches. You can do a real crap. I... skinfold assessment too. I would have to lose 40 pounds
1: to get out of obese. <laughs> or you're overweight. Obe- Excuse yeah, me, yeah, yeah. overweight.
3: So what? what but I'd what, have to
1: lose 40 pounds to get out of so, overweight. So Jeremy,
3: at your height, what what is a BMI of 40? What do you need to weigh to reach a BMI of 40? At six one eight, I threw out 290. I want to see how how close
1: I am. No, 300 is a 33. <laughs> yeah. 360.
3: Ooh, you're beating me
1: yeah, 30, you are good about yourself. Pretty
3: good. Yeah. I okay. My first, my All first right. facetious joke of 400 was, was pretty right on the nuts.
1: Yeah, uh, probably like three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, computer math. 364. 364, 364. 364 would put me 164 at 164 pounds for you. you oh, that's, to be that's no, that's O, ob- that's just obese still. You're still <laughs> just obese? That's a lot of boy. That is God. a lot of boy.
3: See, you're never gonna.
1: I can never be morbidly All obese. I just put in four hundred. <laughs> just start <laughs> hammering the be food 45 out. Forty-five, then. Oh the moly! No way. You're saying <laughs> <laughs> this is like four fifty. You just got a fifty. Col- you got a golden be... ticket, son. <laughs> is morbidly obese?
0: fifty. <laughs>
3: You're blessed. You're blessed by the gods.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If only I was 6'8. Eat whatever I want.
1: (laughs) Uh, Time to go to the buffet.
0: Get them Dr. Peppers. I'll pile it up.
1: Oh, no. They're
0: saying morbid obesity is
1: higher than 35. Yeah.
0: Super obese. I didn't know that was even a category, based on my quick look.
1: So I'd probably have to be like three twenty-five,
0: mm-hmm. three twenty. Yeah. Might have to watch it a little bit then. Three.
3: See, I'm finding <clears throat> University of Pitt Medical Center cites it as three nineteen. A, a BMI above forty is more hmm. for the obese. Interesting. And therefore, they're a candidate for bariatric surgery, which is another scary thing. There's more and more of those things not working out for people. That's a kind of another topic. Yeah. Of this. When uh, you're
0: eleven, wow. Well, and it's unbelievable how many patients I see for chronic pain that have had that, and you know, and it's interesting. Like delve in, you know, did the chronic pain start after these bariatric surgeries? You know, have always been sore. Um, that's a lot, you know, to mess with somebody's stomach like that. I I think there's, there's definitely something to be said for like our gut health. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the end all be all. And I don't know if we can influence quite as much as some functional medicine people would maybe lead you to believe, but like, there's definitely. Sauerkraut and yogurt for sure. All day.
3: Yeah. Gut health. Yeah. Active cultures. Could you, yeah, Let's get, get that and Yeah, you need this. You need, um, you know, acidic, naturally acidic foods without with low sugar. You know, like you're saying, like sauerkraut, sauerkraut fermented. So I should say fermented foods. You know,
0: mm. Ludafisk. all the kimchi. goodies. Oh
3: yeah, I don't oh, even kimchi. know what kimchi is.
0: I hear people it's, talk it's, about it.
3: It's like a, I'd say just a Korean
0: version of sauerkraut in a nutshell. know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Does it taste the same?
3: No, it's almost <laughs> like there's like a ginger component to it or something.
0: I'm yeah. not a ginger guy at
3: no. all. Me neither, not anymore. No. That new Coke, we we try. You guys get suckered into like new flavors, you uh, know? Yeah. And
0: they, <laughs> not as much as you. I know you love new. Not, flavors.
3: Yeah, so we ginger Coke. Yeah, well, it's that new. They call it God. Coke. They don't tell you what the flavors are anymore. They oh, put it, they yeah. Put it out okay. A, so I bought like a zero sugar Coke, Coke Ultimate, um, and we all took turns with the kids, and we're like. What do you think it is? And do you even like it? And like Michelle and I hated it. We're like right away. We're like, this tastes like ginger ale mixed with Coke. It's awful. <laughs> and, and it was. My son Connor's like, I, I kind of like it. It's not bad. We're like, go ahead. <laughs>
0: that's all yours. <laughs> See, that's
3: that's into- all I, yours. I don't you finish the rest of it.
0: I don't like ginger, like uh, mules and things like that. I don't like, but I do like ginger ale. But now like ginger ale doesn't itself, taste like it seems ginger to be fine. at all. Yeah.
3: Especially if you're sick. You know? yeah
0: that's just like sprite at that point yep. but yep
3: it's
0: my favorite drink to get oh, on the oh, airplane Dude, oh. do dads like a you oh, take home message that's a dad drink for sure dad, is, it too it's, is, it Segway, is it too soon <laughs> sorry
3: no no i think we're ready to move on out because <laughs> no take it home this is like you take I'll, it home first you take had a message home, for you- the
0: listeners I you think did. I want to
3: finish this topic just by just by reminding listeners, like this is like technically, don't take this as medical advice. We're just kind of being kind of giving generalizable feedback based on some research. There's people that are wiser than us that are doing this. and, And obviously you're listening to a podcast. You're not getting prescribed this by us or, or we're not telling you to totally run and hide from these things either, but just, you know, put some definite thought behind it. If you're, if you're considering going on it and look it up, look up the side effects to any medication. And, um, to me, the, the scariest thing with any med, whether it's, uh, whether you're trying to control your lipids, your statins um whether you're trying to manage your blood pressure but is there a pathway to wean off of it ever and that's there seems to be a yeah. lot of concern with the ability to do that with semaglutide and any of the you know GLP1 agonists so i mean just just kind of yeah. take those factors in consideration because if you're going to if you're going to enter into this this prescription approach let's just say at the age of 40 41 you you know, do you really want to be on it for 40 years? Or or is it worth it because it's, it's giving you those 40 years of life because you're morbidly obese and you otherwise don't feel like you have any other options or, or you know, methods of, ma- of controlling it?
0: Uh, and Questions. Yeah, just to start this whole thing back up. So we didn't even, like, really talk about that <laughs> weaning off part. Um, do you feel like, based on kind of what you've seen, what you read, is the weaning off, like, you, it's hard to do because you just gain the weight back, or, or are there other side effects like your body's ability to like produce insulin and things like that or hamper right, Yep, yeah, yeah. ad- you're
3: because you, you've now. <clears throat> my understanding of it is Replace primarily it. the concern becomes, um, because once you've changed this pathway mm-hmm. in which it's naturally produced by your body, because it's an agonist, it's mimicking like you know glucagon-like mm-hmm. peptide, and and once you. I don't know. Once you mimic it, your body, you know, lives off of feedback loops and decreases uh, um, autonomic production of it.
0: It's like my gonads. You're saying wean mm-hmm. off it. That's
1: true
3: too. I mean, is rummable. there a out? You're on. You're on some tests. You know, uh, TRT. Yeah. So I mean, is there?
0: Hey, a, is there ever a
3: stage where they've told you you can wean away from it?
0: Yeah, when I'm tired of just. Being the bomb being ass alpha, then I can sweet. stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, bored of being yeah. sweet. Yeah, All whenever right, I'm stop, tired stop of being it, man strong, whenever I'm tired of being like the the lead dog, uh, whenever I just no longer want to have sex. Yeah, cut it out. Uh, but eight, a-
1: Casey. Yeah,
0: <laughs> is there any placebo in that? <clears throat> uh, as far as how I feel. A hundred percent, I assume, yeah. Do you feel that much better than it? when you were a geriatric man in a wheelchair? Do you <sighs> feel that much better?
1: No. Is it no, noticeable? No.
0: I, I don't know. It, it's probably noticeable. It,
3: did you... Okay, when did you get your results, your most recent ones? Mm, What's the
0: date? Boy, I would have to look back. I mean, it's been almost a month now because uh, I'm doing. You think you've fallen off since My then? results again. Well, I'm still... No, no. I've still been injecting so i shouldn't I'm,
3: a, I'm just gonna ask did you like prior to the day you got your results back i mean did you feel different prior to seeing those numbers
1: that Ooh,
0: good question um I again bet, like, to
3: the best of your recollection
0: yeah. Right. No. Right. We had talked about how I had just had like one illness after another and shingles and all this stuff. So like, I actually felt pretty terrible previous to seeing those numbers and you're right. I have felt better since seeing those numbers. Um, so yeah, I take that with a grain of salt, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, I love yeah. it. I <laughs> Maybe love it's all it. just <laughs> negative side effects and placebo is all I'm getting out of these, but um, You know, and it's one of those things where I do believe, like anything, I, I think the testosterone levels I have, like hitting 701 week probably isn't enough to really see your body start to, you know, make some of those changes too. I mean, you know, building muscle and resetting some of the stuff takes time too, I would think, has it, you know.
3: Has it trained? You talked about fatigue, you know, some of the symptoms beforehand, like the recovery periods of time, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, has it trained, has it changed your ability to train and how you train?
0: Uh, that's, I would say the one area, even before I got my numbers that I felt like it was a lot better. Like, uh, you know, I track what I lift in the gym and I mean, I was able to go up and and I, I lift, I would say pretty safe. Like I typically do like sets of 12 next week, 15 next week, 20. If I hit those numbers, I go up. I'm not trying to huge move huge numbers or anything. I'm just trying to lift safe, pain-free, uh, injury-free. Um, but, yeah, I was able to go up weights, sets, um, reps with everything with no soreness afterwards. Uh, running was a lot easier, actually. Um, had some nagging uh, Achilles stuff while running, and that's kind of gone now. So, I some of that stuff definitely feels better. It's turned you into a
3: superhuman healing machine. I mean, in addition to being... You're like the, the Flash. You're the Bull. <laughs> I mean...
0: Yeah, but With now, twist because of these T levels at the gym, I have to wear blackout sunglasses. It's the only way I can get my workouts done. Um, otherwise, just too much distraction. So, so it's, a, it's a byproduct. Are you being serious a... right now? No, I mean, I'm not being is this serious. Like,
2: That's like
3: a creepy ass. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I just being yeah, smart
0: um, My my T levels that. are so high, everybody can sense it in the gym now. Though I feel like people give me a wider breath.
3: This is you are
0: like Frank Vibrations. Thomas.
3: This is like Watch. a nugenics commercial.
0: Watch out, the alpha's <laughs> coming. I just move and they just get off the machines and I lift. That's nice. Maybe yeah, I'll it. be the control.
1: You guys do the TRT, I'll just do nugenics.
3: Why why do I go? I'm perfectly <laughs> average, Jeremy. Yeah. You pedestrian don't want to be is. pedestrian.
1: I, I know you I'm, you're not happy with pedestrian you are not you're
3: you don't know me son you don't know me son
1: <laughs>
3: god dang you won't even test yourself you won't even uh, hop in the pool
0: i'm just scared now would <laughs> 350 right. bother you as much nick if you didn't know i was sitting at 750 now it doesn't it honestly Ooh. doesn't really bother and it's
3: 387 by the it way it does <laughs> a little bit it does a
0: little bit
2: no it doesn't no, have time to i Give him a night. I'm just uh,
3: because I do feel pretty good. I yeah. feel like my training for the most part, like I I mean we talked about this on the past pods, right? Do you do you ever like you listen to the ads for like nugenics and we've kind of crapped on that a little bit before hmm. too? But like, you know, do you feel tired? Doc Floody you know, does it, you know, stuff like that. And you're like, Well, of course I do at times, right? Yeah. Like, I can't I can't pull off like a whole week of like four to five hours of sleep every single night like i did when i was 21 you know but i guess i'm okay with that too you,
0: you could know, my if you're an 800 different. you could do it yeah you could just quit sleeping maybe uh, sleep fast yeah,
3: maybe that's a, and maybe that we talked about the rock on it maybe that's how the rock is waking up at 3 30 in the morning all the time
2: maybe Probably.
1: yeah or Teacher. he takes crazy naps i bet He takes like eight hour naps during the day, just a napper, you know. I don't know
0: how he finds the time when he's such a good dad to them kids.
3: Oh, yes,
0: but Mm -hmm.
3: maybe not in cinema, maybe in real life, but
0: cinema (laughs) is a different
3: beast. Yeah, He he might need to up his game to be a top five cinematic father.
0: Yeah, so, so we'll roll into that top five greatest movie dads. Um, I was actually surprised my list was not that big. Like I was looking through movie dads, can't say there was a lot of great ones. Yeah. My my bar is pretty high. I would say tell the damn,
3: tell the damn listeners that once once a dad dies in a film, apparently Oh, you're out. They don't yeah. count. You're you're restri- I, I can't disagree Leaving
0: with you Leaving your children fatherless is not a strength to me. <laughs> You might as well be going out for cigarettes what and never hater. come back. So that Aww. definitely cut my list down. A lot of movie dads die, um, and actually, I do have uh, one person on my list that did die. What? Ooh. I did too. Well, okay. It's Mufasa.
3: <laughs> Mufasa. Mufarar. <laughs> it's easy.
0: It's easy. It's Mufasa. It's the circle
3: of life, Simba.
0: He is the worst dad. James Rule. Don't act like, like he's, he's not, not on, on, on my, my list. list.
3: <laughs> Gosh, well, I I threw this out there. I'm uh, I love being a dad. Uh, respect you guys. For me I, I I can go first. You know, I'll kick All off this this right. fun little list um, in commemoration <clears throat> of Father's Day. Um, my number five. Um, um, this guy does die. <laughs> Right away, wow. dies in yeah. a very, very valiant way, protecting his family. It is uh, his name is Lee Abbott, which I don't know if it gets said much during the film, but it's from a quiet place. Play and he's played by John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, talk about a guy who's just, yeah. just doing anything he can to like um, save his family, protect them from an evil uh, paranormal alien presence uh, in the wow. silence, and just an awesome movie, just a kick-ass <clears throat> thriller movie. I really like uh, that film. Um, talk about John Krasinski's talents. I mean, you know, good. Jim, you're like Jim <laughs> from the Office, but yet you're going to be an amazing like writer, director, and actor in a horror movie. Um, so, pretty talented guy. Lee Abbott is his name, and he—spoiler alert—he uh, dies to protect uh, his kids from what I've said, um, alien monsters.
0: Yeah, just so they Spider die later. Fun. What a dad move. I've actually, I've never, I've never seen the movie. I don't know
1: what. No yeah, one's, thanks for no the spoiler, by movie. the way. Yeah, gosh. Now I don't need to. Oh, <laughs> <Well, laughs> what?
3: I the can heck? take it off my list.
0: <laughs> it's for sure. five
3: years old, guys, fellas. What? Yeah, the heck? I mean,
0: let's be honest. I was never going to watch it, but Same.
3: it's a good movie. <clears throat> I'm surprised. I'm really surprised you haven't seen it. Actually,
0: I don't know. Ever since uh, Signs, uh, those kind of movies don't enter, don't excite me. Uh, Signs were those kind He's of movies a, for me.
3: All right, let's. That's not this list. So let's, like gimmicky let's aliens. A I
0: could, I don't need that. Uh,
3: all right, go ahead. Who's next?
0: Ah, uh, my number five. Um, probably higher, potentially on other people's lists. Uh, but again, I feel like he wasn't always the best dad. Uh, he's trying to reconnect with his daughter when the movie starts.
3: We didn't say perfect dad. Oh, nope.
0: it's not Liam. Perfect. Uh, Jeremy is right. Ah, uh, Brian Mills from the movie Easy. Taken. Uh easy. Fuck his so, Yeah. So, no, he's great, Dad. Yeah. Are you
1: kidding your me? Kids
3: get taken three times,
0: you suck. <laughs> he, those are uncontrollable circumstances, Nick. Uh and he goes and saves specific, her every time. Travels across the world skills. He's a bad killing people. Uh <laughs> yeah. He'd be higher on my list if again, yeah. I think he was maybe kind of a they did three, right? I think so. I've only don't seen the first judge, one. I've, don't I've only judge Judge his one. job. <laughs> he had a tough job. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, he sacrificed a lot for his family. So, I mean, those he are dad wins. very points, kind, just yeah. never
3: let your kids go to Europe. Europe sucks. True. Never let them go. go to the country. Without... I don't know. Bad why.
1: people in Europe. Yeah. People don't Wanderlust. understand that. Wanderlust.
0: Yeah. Safe Unreal. here. You know your surroundings. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. if your kids are dumb and they leave the country, which you should have taught them better, no zip lines, no leaving the country. Um, he will go and save I them. You like your fingers, yeah, right? <laughs> you don't have a zipline falcon with you all the time. Don't bother going on. Anyways, wait till yeah, after that's my number you. five, what? Ryan Mill. Hmm, okay. Taken. Excellent.
1: Um, my number five is uh Marlin, uh the dad from Finding Nemo.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh. He went. He go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead.
1: I, I you like know him. he he went from being like super anxiety ridden which i would say i am as a parent um mm, to just mm. like really uh you know just accepting uh old nemo and what he had and what he was doing and um you know that's a lesson that i can learn too so yeah. that's my number well, five vo-
3: voice by the great albert brooks who plays that type of like anxious guy very well
1: <laughs> i mean very, very well. choice
3: and, he, and he's yeah. he's hunting down his son find yeah. nemo and it's yeah. like it's kind of sad to Way better than like, Brian. Isn't everybody, Mills. isn't everybody else in the family dead?
0: Yeah, like so he's uh, really, his 99 sad. other children and wife. Yeah. I mean, it's super sad. Yeah. I mean, and he even even before Nemo goes away and he goes on that journey, he's a pretty solid dad. He's raising that kid by himself. He kept their their dream home. Single dad, uh, yeah. you know, to raise that yeah. little boy.
3: <sighs> I couldn't do it. Single dad. Oh, man. Yeah. God so, bless our wives. Man. That's That's a great choice. Turn this into a wives' list, right? (laughs) Mother's list. Yeah. Uh, That's a great choice. But we should have done a Mother's Day list and maybe we'll have to keep that in mind next year.
0: Um, Keep this thing going. Great
3: one, Jeremy. Great, Marlon. Um, My number four (laughs) uh, did not die. He did not perish in this film, but he passed on an awful lot of knowledge to his son. Um, uh, Not the least of which was how to be. A terrific arm wrestler. So, of course, it's Lincoln Hawk, played by Sylvester Stallone (laughs) in Over the Top. Over
1: the Top. 1987.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If there's ever a father-son movie, this is your father-son movie. (laughs) The whole thing is all about, like, getting his son back from the evil grandfather from the other side of the family. Um, Sly's just the underdog, badass. Great Kenny Loggins song, you know, (laughs) referencing that pod from a few weeks back. Uh, Nice montage. Meet Me Halfway, I believe. Oh, just a heart wrencher. Um, So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Nope. And he wins this. Spoiler alert, he wins the semi-truck at the end and gets his
2: son. I mean, it's just an
3: awesome feel-good movie. Uh, Yeah, Number four, Lincoln Hawk, Over the Top.
0: Did you flip the switch before this pod just because of this choice?
3: Well, my switch is always flipped and maybe maybe oh. I'm exhausting my T levels as a result of it. Yeah,
0: you can't. You're going to be very You tired can't run tomorrow. that hot all the time. You, you are going to be very yeah. tired tomorrow. Okay. He
3: specifically
0: <laughs> does that movement only when he needs it. There you go. Ooh. All right. Let the body rest a little.
3: Ooh. There we go. Oh.
0: Yeah, I a rest mode. <laughs> a little mode. weaker already. I mean, I feel a little, a little slow and low. Oh well, yeah. All you, right. I don't wanna, you don't, don't yeah. burn it. All right. My number four. Uh, the only person <laughs> on my list that dies. Um, uh, again, maybe not a perfect father, but uh, I think through the whole movie, you know, he's a loving dad, a little protective of his daughter, maybe at times, um, but again, makes, uh, makes the ultimate sacrifice, not just. Uh, for his daughter, but for the world, uh, and it is Harry Stamper, uh, from Armageddon. Uh, uh man, when they get, yeah, like on the video bad. at the end and it's like saying the goodbyes, <laughs> I feel it, man. And now, as a dad, like, dad. I can just imagine Ophelia doing that to me. I mean, I'm again, I won't leave the country, let alone the planet, so it's probably not you a situation not. I'll ever be in, but. Well, and I can't imagine you're ever going to need a PT in space, uh, for something. But what if the
3: PT learns how to run drills
0: and become an astronaut? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be easier just to train an astronaut to learn how to be a PT? Nope. nope. And much Michael simpler. Michael Bay said, "Shut up, Ben Affleck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much simpler to teach Casey how to be an. That's astronaut. a true story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard but, that. I mean, nope. obviously, he's like. Uh, Michael like Bay. midway through the filming, Does Ben Affleck's like,
3: "Wouldn't it make more sense to train astronauts how to drill?" And he's like, "Shut up!"
0: <laughs> the dude that just well, loves I mean, his movies. Yeah, tragic. He gets it. Tragic. Yeah, uh, don't want to miss a thing, Nick. Also, he's the great only soundtrack
3: doctor. song.
0: Uh, don't close moment, your eyes so. either. Oh.
3: I was gonna say, Lou Tyler. Like her acting wasn't the best in that film, though. Like at I the don't end, think it her... ever is.
0: I'm gonna be honest. No. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> but him as a dad, I enjoyed it. Him and Ben Affleck's back and forth. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, it's all good. I think the heroics at the end yeah. hit the spot Sacrific- right.
3: I mean, he, st- he did save the world. From And Armageddon.
0: like his kids are grown now, so it's all right at that point probably to let yourself go. You've, you've raised your kids. So like a, that was like my, sweet asterisk. Spot yeah, do, my asterisk. Yeah, my asterisk right? on the dying dad there. He raised them. He raised her. Saw her off. She's going to get married. Start her own family. They don't need them anymore. Good stuff. Great stuff. Let, let yourself go. Jeremy? <laughs> you <hear me>? uh, <laughs> my number four
1: is uh, John Quincy Archibald, uh, played by Denzel Washington, in John Q. Oh, yeah. Intense. Um, you know, I I maybe wouldn't put him in the best dad roll either but i i like the i like to do whatever it takes mentality the length so,
3: we're willing to go
1: kid has an enlarged heart Seventy five thousand dollars copay we can't pay that all right i'm gonna take this place hostage and you're gonna do it um so i'd like to think that i would do that i probably wouldn't <laughs> but i'd like to think i would well, that was pre. Um, that was pre. Go. But yeah, just like Man. in cinema, in cinema, it's just like yeah, this is a dad willing to do whatever it takes. So yeah. that's why I made my list. Number four, John yeah. Quincy Archibald.
3: John Q. Yeah. You, yeah. Does he die at the end of that one? Does he get, or I does can't he even record? remember. I can't. It's been so long since I've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, good choice, though. I mean, yeah. I yeah, like the intensity. Um, my next one's probably the most, we'll say serious, dramatic affair <laughs> of the bunch. Um, but just a great, great father-son. Again, father-son mm-hmm. in this particular situation um, thread throughout the whole movie. Uh, the character is Chris Gardner. The movie is Pursuit of Happiness, played mm-hmm. by Will Smith. Um, I mean, That's I'm pretty sure ginger. he should have won the Oscar for this movie. I don't know who won it outside of him, but, but that scene, there's that scene where they're trying, they're sleeping in like a subway restroom.
0: Yeah. And
3: that's crazy. Somebody's trying to come in and he's like, kicking. He's like blocking the door with his foot while his son's sleeping. And he's just crying while he's doing Mm -hmm. it. Um, and then we finally like, I mean, just a great film top to bottom. And then we finally like gets the job at the end and he like, Oh man. He's like just overwhelmed fantastic just awesome movie um yeah so that's my number three uh chris gardner in the pursuit of happiness 2006 great. yeah great
0: yeah i have only seen the movie once so uh i'm sure he maybe it would have been higher on my list um but yeah i was like yeah again i'm hard on these dads i'm like hey get yourself in this situation time to get yourself out of it buddy yeah. Wow. I've only seen it a couple times. To I make you it re- good, putting yeah, yourself in me. a bad situation, Jeremy, and then getting out of it. I don't know.
1: I've got it on uh DVD. <laughs> Pull himself. Can send it to you.
0: I
3: love the idea of just pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. Me every too. Every time I think Same? I got I got a kind of tough, it's like move good stuff to good stuff to reference. And
0: true story too, by the way. It's not fiction. Well, I'm not saying. I mean, it's, well, not not it's a bad it's story. It's true story. I'm saying. Yeah. Just be a good dad the whole time. Maybe not get yourself. Wow. <laughs> He's trying. He's I trying. Know, I try don't. Yeah. He's becoming a good dad. <laughs> is he a great dad? I don't know.
1: He'll oh, is anyone just argued. a great dad? Uh yeah. It's a learning process, Casey.
0: Three, two, and one. Uh on my list. <laughs> Let's go. Let's hear him. Let's hear it. All him. right. My number three already been said. Marlon finding Nemo. I can't argue with what Jeremy said. He was a good dad from the moment that kid was born. Uh, that fish. Fish. Fish kid. Kid fish. I don't know. Like, he just, unconditional love. You know? Like, Nemo is his life. And he would do anything for Nemo. And that love just never wanes. He gets frustrated. He's never willing to give up. And that's the thing for me is, like, just... That love, that's strong. And
3: he, and he puts up a Dory's bullshit through the whole yeah.
0: movie. Oh, I mean, he is the worst. And then he spends the a second movie just hanging out with her. Oh, poor loser.
2: Guy. Poor guy.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's like that's you know Ellen. Ellen's very like. I
3: get where she's where she's been likable, but that character. Oh, that was the worst part of the movie to me. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of the the annoying sidekick. You know, where I just get way
0: too much time. Yeah, not a big Olaf guy, huh? No,
3: not at all. There's another yeah. great example. Like just I don't need it, but I get it. There's huge mark huge merchandising things. Yeah, kids and... love them. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. All right, J Bone numero tres. Oh,
1: my list wouldn't be complete without this guy. Um <laughs> uh so when y'all... oh no your... uh, you gotta have Mufasa on the list, man. Mm. You do. He failed.
0: He failed everybody.
1: What do you mean? Whatever. He failed everybody. What a hater!
0: They needed their king. He's out there. Simba. I think Simba
3: is. He explains why it's, it's okay for them to like eat the gazelles. I oh, mean, it's nice. the circle of life.
1: Yeah, and and he gives Simba all the tools he needs to be a king. That's mm. so, mm-hmm. so what yeah.
3: it is. And he comes back later it's as a arguable. cloud as a cloud ghost. And gives him better yeah. advice too.
1: And he's got such a great voice. Oh, yeah, James, I get oh, it. James Jones, he's so good. Oh, uh, so good. I
0: don't know. I don't so know. Good.
1: You didn't do that after after you had your first kid. You didn't ever. Yeah, like, everybody up did. And be like a thousand like, times. I did. That. Our kid? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, well, oh, great dad. Uh, it's not because he's uh, a great dad.
0: You're gonna have to rethink yes, that is. list, Casey. You know, if he was so great, maybe just. Does the, the right thing and died? gets Scar the uh, hell out of there. Well,
3: come on. I, we've had we've we got, let that Scar evil has made pedophile
0: the, around his kid.
3: Scar has made the he's <laughs> Scar's a pedophile though. Oh yeah,
0: for sure he would be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would be. most likely. I could yeah, see yeah. It. I could like see if there was yeah. an opportunity. For sure. Yep. Jeremy Irons. Nah.
3: Jeremy Irons kind of comes off that way, honestly. But... Like, there's
0: no <laughs> way you're telling me when Mufasa died and he took over. There wasn't oh, like let's young stop right liar. there. You had a good yeah, thing going for
3: the deep dive. whatever he wanted. I do think we kid. can we've we've had the villain list before, but yeah. I think we can have like spinning off of this, thinking yeah. of Scar, like we can have a whole list on like worst siblings in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, big like, of them. Like, yeah. The Ooh, worst. Yeah. I mean there's a there's there's a few there, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely.
0: definitely
3: very good, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Disagree. But well, go on.
3: Well, you you mentioned that Mufasa <laughs> gave Simba some good advice,
2: and yeah.
3: my next dad <laughs> was really notorious Segway's for giving Clark. advice. Uh, fantastic <laughs> advice giver. Um, I had to I had to Google his name, uh, in, <laughs> the character's name, because it's, it's very extremely rarely said.
0: Yeah. Um I it's, think it's an Homer Homer
3: series wrote. of film. Homer Simpson. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's TV. Noah. <laughs> Noah Levinstein, did a movie. Uh, Jim's dad, which is what everybody knew him yeah. as in the American American Pie. Pie. Franchise. <laughs> oh, Eugene Levy, talk about a guy Legendary who's dad. just trying so hard to stay connected to his son and then make his son feel good under any crappy circumstance. You know, <laughs> just really uh, like that character. And we went back when COVID hit. Um, we watched like all four of those um in order or like in subsequent you were nights. Bored. and you were bored <laughs> we were bored but they're fun <laughs> they still hold up you know to a point all the four ones uh the third I, i'm not a big fan of the third one um you could tell they're just trying to keep the cash money going but by the four the reunion's not that bad because i kind of like how they jump for you know 10 years and stuff changes right um there's, you know, some of the circums like, we're just going to throw Jim in another really tough circumstance. And, you know, it, it happens all the time. But his dad uh, was great, and Eugene Levy was, like, perfect for that role. He just, <laughs> you know, I, I love, there's a scene in the first one that I'll end with where he's just, he's supposed to be innocuously hanging out in the hallway, like, looking at this, like, you know, frame portrait of the family. And he's like, hmm, just hanging out here, looking at this. It was a great day, wasn't it? He's like, yeah, it was, Dad, yeah. Jim, I want to talk to you about masturbation. You know, he's just like segways <laughs> hard right into that. And he's always doing it out of the goodness of his heart to like, you know, try to connect this kid and just let him know that he's not alone. So, fun dad, uh, fun movies. Uh, Noah Levenstein. Jim that
0: dad. was number two, right? My number two. Two's. Yeah. Huh, dude, great dude. choice. Uh, I love the unconditional love. I think that's a good, great dad, great dad quality. Yep. I'll uh, tell your in mom, spite of everything uh another dad, my number 2, also lots of adversity, uh lots of uh, his kids didn't always uh follow in the family path. Uh he loved them all the same. Uh sacrificed a lot for his family, worked hard, did what he felt was right. Jeremy's going to like this probably. It's Arthur Weasley from the Harry Potter movies. Let's go. Um just a Let's great go. dad. Let's <laughs> you know? go. Like uh Especially when you think of, like, man, he never was hard. Like, they was hard on his kids. Like, they didn't have any money. All they had was love. Um, You know, and they they brought Harry Potter around, this poor orphan kid that caused nothing but trouble. And he supported him. He supported his kid's friend through all this crap. Um, You know, he had one son that really kind of went down the dark path. um, And, you Mm -hmm. know, even the mom kind of disowned him. Um, i'm but, sorry
3: i'm in the dark here a little bit but i'm getting so that's
0: ron's dad me. yeah correct yes. Ron's dad yeah, yeah. Uh, okay and then uh, who's the Weasley's... actor
3: that can you name who's the actor that plays nobody this knows
0: uh he's arthur weasley i believe he took that as his name is he um, in a lot of the movies he, all but one he's not in the first one, oh. um but he's in the rest of them but yeah his son goes on and kind of mark williams unknowingly joins the bad side um yeah, you know, even when the rest of his family kind of disowns the other son, he still behind the scenes talks to him, and
3: so his uh, son was in Slytherin. <clears throat>
0: he's no. a British actor and comedian. Yeah, that's good. Watch it the movie good dad. Now, Sketch comedy. He's probably not number one, because he does let, uh, spoiler alert, Nick, he does let one of his kids die. Um, Which but one? Not That's why he's number two. That's why yeah, he's number right. two. I've
3: seen him. It's just been a long,
0: long time. Yeah, one of the one of the twins dies. Fred, Fred dies. Very sad Fred. when you see just it one of shows
1: me. Die. The wand shows me. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it's, yeah, I, he's my number two, man. Okay. I don't have any bad things to say about him. You know, like I said, he sticks with his guns. He does what he thinks is right for... uh just being a good person teaches that to his family, you know, uh, most of his family just good kids, you know. It's Arthur Weasley. Um, mine number 2 has
1: been said. Um, it's Brian Mills, Liam Neeson. I don't think he's a bad dad for letting his kid get taken 3 times. Not even a little. <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to lock her up? I Mate, mean, you can't do anything after about the it.
3: second time, yeah, you <laughs> Real You're Nick Marlon
0: Doling over there, they, not letting this yeah. go anywhere. I can, yeah, uh, you can wow. do one
3: sequel, you can do <laughs> one sequel, but come on, three taking three
1: <laughs> very specific set of skills. Oh man, he's he's Billy Badass, and it's, I don't think he's a bad are dad. Off the chart for sure, yeah, he's at a 1700 at least, but even at <laughs> 55 or whatever he is in the in that movie, but that's um, hyper going ads for sure. You got it. Hyper. But it, it's like uh I think he's misunderstood. I don't think he's a bad dad at all. <laughs> like the whole time he's trying to reconnect, he just had a very difficult line of work. So uh <laughs> take it or leave it. That's my number two, Brian. All Reynolds. right.
3: Okay. Yep. So I I'm gonna segue <laughs> again because my number one dad.
1: Speaking of had a very line of work,
3: went through a very similar set of circumstances, but he was one and done, bro. He got the job done. Done. Um, when his when his poor daughter got kidnapped by his former comrades that he used to actually serve with, um, not only did John Matrix uh, get her back, he, he murdered about people. <laughs> The yeah. process. So, um, <laughs> that's, my... that's your number one. Huh? Number one, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That's my number one. Uh, John Matrix from Commando. Um,
0: yeah, that's a classic story of love. Everybody can agree with that. Yeah, unconditional. Um, oh. They set it up, <laughs> early, one and done early on. The guy that knows how to be a great dad.
3: He's great, Dad. How could you hold it this whole (laughs) list? (laughs) Unbelievable! They they're sharing ice cream cones together.
0: (laughs) Uh, Often known as one of the that was a deep dive movie. Yeah. (laughs) He,
3: I mean, he's he's doing everything. He's breaking necks. He's dropping (laughs) ice off.
0: All good dad stuff. All good dad stuff. Yep, it's all in the handbook. It's all in the handbook. Whatever it,
3: it
2: takes. <laughs>
3: yep, yep. <laughs> Including killing
0: 150 yep. guys.
3: Uh. Yep, and uh, yep, finishes the job. Takes out the number one bad guy with a pipe through the chest. Uh, tells him to let off some steam. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> dear. I can't uh, believe I what did. you've
0: turned this list into.
3: 19 you win you win <laughs> that's a good number one
0: for sure t- t levels at 3100 yeah. yeah that's a double brian for sure he's doubled them up <laughs> you didn't need three times uh, those t levels you only need one yep. yeah that's yep. a great choice All right. uh, can't argue can't argue <laughs> Thank um you. <laughs> i don't know how he escaped my list if i'm going to be honest i can't believe he didn't pummel himself onto my list um yes. <laughs> yeah but he's is not my number one uh my number one already been said <laughs> uh and it's uh noah levenstein from american pie oh. uh can't disagree with anything nick said i mean i don't know if there's like uh more scenes of where you can just tell a dad loves his son than in those movies, which is so like out of place in those movies. When you think of like raunchy comedy, mm-hmm. but like when he sees his son and when his son's just struggling with stuff that uh, Eugene Levy does that perfect. Like, dad, I, I just want to help my kid. And I, you know, like you feel he hurts cause his son hurts. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's like a cool thing. You don't see necessarily that often in movies that, and I don't know if I can call it acting and maybe it's just how Eugene Levy is, but um, because you see it in Shit's Creek, if you guys ever watch it too, he, he just does oh, that okay. really well. Um, but yeah, through all the movies, I mean, all the crap, and that's his real son, Shit's
3: Creek. Is, is that his real son? Correct, yeah, yeah, that acts with the So, yeah, by an easy way to connect, but yeah.
0: yeah, right. That's my number one. Great number one,
3: he's a great guy. Cool.
0: I mean, he's um, probably <clears throat> not winning in a fight, but he ain't snapping yeah. necks and piping people for sure.
1: No. Let off no, some steam. Yeah,
3: he's got a different <laughs> set
0: of skills. Skills, yeah. Maybe Let we should uh, get now. one of them AI apps where I just put Eugene Levy into Commando, and then I just have the best of both worlds. And I just watch that movie. I I think we
3: should do a watch along to Commando sometime. I'm not against. That'd be it. great. Yep,
1: that <laughs> might be a little scary, but whatever. Um, my number one has already been said as Ooh. well. Uh is chris gardner in pursuit of happiness Uh, man
3: that's a legit that's that's
1: a freaking just a tearjerker um and like that's i don't know like yeah you think like circumstances that you go through and like wanting the best for your kid that that scene man like when he's blocking the door is like oh my goodness you know um and yeah think of the battle that he went through and um Guess Casey would have said, don't get there in the first place, but uh hard ass. I don't yeah, know. That
3: that's unforgivable. Like Chris, Chris Gardner's situation at Casey's unforgivable, but Liam Neeson could have his daughter kidnapped three times, and it's like, hey, it ain't his fault.
2: I feel like
0: he was doing <laughs> nothing.
3: Where is the accountability was... at?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I guess. She was I mean, grown. She she's gonna make her own choices. I don't remember the pursuit of happiness. Did he get into that situation? Because he would was the little drugs and stuff early on in his life? Is that what got him on the streets?
3: No, he was like, um, well, he was trying to sell, like, there was a certain piece of equipment, right? And it was actually, yeah, it was equipment, like,
0: right? Not I like
1: don't a remember, yeah, it was he, some he made poor choices, with, like investments, yeah, yeah, and he, and then he, was, he was homeless, like, yeah, yeah and his, right. and I guess that's not
3: so another cool. list. Like, we don't have to say wives, but we can say spouses that are awful in movies, yeah, yeah. Candy Newton plays a great terrible wife in the beginning that just leaves them both like
0: high yeah. and dry. Was she into yeah. drugs? I don't remember this movie very well. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll really have to it. Wasn't. Yeah. I, I need to go rewatch that. it too. I do remember the that's subject. like See, though. That's that's freaking strong. yeah,
1: very strong. Um so yeah, again, you know, like the lengths that he went to, you know, for his kids, like Obviously, any any dad would hope uh, to do the same, you know, especially in those circumstances. So, yeah,
0: that's my number one. Fantastic, good. good choice, good choice. I'm, I'm sure. Good it's list, fellas.
2: I. Think, but... yep. I
0: you we win, all feel eh? better. We all feel you great
2: win.
3: about <laughs> being dad. I didn't even hear John Matrix on anybody else's list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. um, oh, surprised he he's on my short list. list. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean. Well, we'll time will tell, boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When we uh, come back and do a look back list in 10 years, we'll see if he's still on there. Mm -hmm. Probably everyone's number one, but everybody would assume. It's hard. I mean, it's hard once you see it to not realize that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Let's get your daughter back.
0: It's one and done, man. Yeah. That's a great argument, though. Like, I feel like he should easily be number five on my list now after listening to you.
3: Mm hmm. He's yeah. more efficient hes definitely more efficient than Liam Neeson was.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't—I I don't know the picture of how he was as a father before that, um, but probably again better than <clears throat> Liam Neeson, I'm sure. They have a mo- Just I go back,
3: watch the opening credits. Yeah. It's like a montage of how they're living their life in the woods. What happened to his wife? We don't really know. He killed no. her, I assume,
0: yeah. in a fit of rage. But I don't know. He's <laughs> a green
3: beret. He could even smell the whole scene. He she said spilled he the ice cream. The guys coming. A super soldier <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well
3: anybody else uh, any quick honorable any quick honorable mentions before we close the pod oh, we haven't they... done
0: an honorable mention in a long time. I had a couple i had uh uh what Damon mcready from kick ass uh big Daddy i oh. thought uh he was a pretty solid dad, he loved his daughter uh but again, that's Nick Cage right right yeah yep. yeah, but he died like a total of no, b word so he Damn. moved off my list <clears throat> uh. I had the dad he from a uh, skill set. Uh, honey, I shrunk the kids. Uh, I thought he loved his kids. Good dad, uh, but he was a little <laughs> too con- little too consumed with his shrinking machine. Uh, I felt like his family was suffering because of that, so he fell yeah. off my list a little.
3: Yeah, yeah. I had uh, a, <clears throat> I had Coop from Interstellar. I mean, that one came to my mind like really quick, but then
0: He was
1: good. He's good. Um, but he left. But he left. He left. Did, he left to pursue he's his angry, very
3: angry. Well, he's left to save the world.
1: Uh, did you he know? though?
3: No, that's not the world. He yeah.
1: To did he though? Save the
0: race. Yeah, but he did. did he? He did. Can he was lied to excuse. Why did you leave? He was dogs? lied, he was
3: lied Saving to. Saving the world. He was told that they had an alternative: to save planet Earth. But um, yeah. <laughs> and then I had uh, ooh, <clears throat> this was close. Uh Doctor Robert. Dobek from Step Brothers because <laughs> while he's he's kind of like RV, like these guys are ridiculous, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: that's his true. sons
3: are a couple or his son and steps on are buttholes, but you know, by the end of the movie, he like does that 180s totally supportive and the weird thing where he thought he was a T Rex forever. I mean, that's great stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's some good ones on there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's so many I folks, though. I have nothing. It took all my heart and soul to come up with five. Yeah, I feel like definitely movie dads (laughs) get a lot more, I don't know, negativity. You know, it seems like they always give the movie dads bad stuff, you know. They're never perfect, by any means. And maybe maybe if we did a top five moms list, I would find the same. Um, But...
2: Mm -hmm
3: yeah there's so many like moms
0: saving their family stories but
3: maybe we'll have to do that we got to do the mom's list
0: yeah we'll have to look it up now i'm curious yeah best movie moms any come off the top of your head right now without any research yeah tough huh susan
3: sarandon susan sarandon (laughs) stepmom um yeah, I mean, there you go back, you got to get into the dramas, though. I mean, there's some dang well made like drama. My wife, big time, like Steel Magnolia <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: fan, you know, and you go back to like terms of endearment with you know, Shirley MacLaine. You got to go into the 80s a little bit. I, I I dig that, you know. Yeah, I
0: feel like I probably don't watch enough of those movies to put a really good list together of best moms. Yeah. So I'm just gonna avoid that stuff. need A lot of research. I mean, be, it's been a
3: long time. I'd say like share and mask. Mm-hmm. another one <laughs>
0: Yeah uh, most gambling. most of my online internet research leads me more to stepmoms and how sweet they are but that's different kind of movies so <laughs> they're all great though That's a
3: huge it's, market it. right now Yeah they just yeah. The, they just whatever. give and give just Jeremy
0: well, they, They'll, they'll do whatever they need for their families Um yeah so that concludes that's, that's so a fun weird. way to conclude episode 64 BT Shop Talk um, the beard's growing back, so I'm back as well. Uh, uh, check us out, uh, PT shop talk, uh, on YouTube, check out the videos, uh, hit us up at PT at gmail.com. If you got any suggestions for top fives, topics you want us to look at, talk about maybe even, uh, anybody interested in guest starring on the old show, uh, hit us up, uh, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, PT shop talk handles over there. Until next time, I'm Casey Hansen. With me, as always, uh, Nick Doling and Jeremy Van Klompenburg.